For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's time, it's time for the Draft Dudes Podcast. What's better than this? Your hosts, the Draft Dudes themselves and co-founders of the Draft Network, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. Guys being dudes on the Draft Dudes Podcast. And it starts now. Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We are your hosts, Chris Schubert's here floating around producing this thing. We are from the Draft Network, and we're brought to you by Bet Online, your number one uh, spot for all your sports wagering information. They have everything the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends. They feature live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Every sport is available, so head on over to betonline.ag to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just be sure to use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. It's Bet Online, and it's where the game starts. Kyle, happy National Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day to you. I want to support this, but it's recently, Chris, a nice bubble wrap collection that you have there. That looks good. The concern that I have is we recently got some bubble wrap or we got something shipped to the house that had an extensive amount of bubble wrap in it. And they've changed the bubble wrap now where now it's like all the pockets are connected. So there's no longer individual pockets that pop. It just you squeeze one and the air goes to the other panels, mm. which I find to just be complete nonsense. Now, Chris clearly has the retro 12 gallon roll of regular bu- bubble tape here. I have the bubble. OG bubble wrap right here, ready to go at all times. Big roll here. It's like a 12 foot roll. That's because you run an, an eBay Ponzi scheme. It's not a no, <laughs> it's, it's not a Ponzi scheme. It's an eBay reselling business. Please. I, there, there's actual services. There are there's a transaction that occurs. I send people items. Money gets returned. It's not a Ponzi scheme. He it's it's actually a pyramid scheme, right? What, what's our Chris started on? and then two of his friends started. Oh, that's not how and they works. got each got two of their friends oh, to start selling the oh, same there, product. And there are goods and services that are exchanged. No. Yes, Joseph. What's our take on the um the new the, like the Super Bowl matchup. We don't know who the Super Bowl matchup <laughs> is because we're recording this before the championship games. Um, you know those like I, Kyle. I'm sure your daughter has some of these where it's like a a thing with a a rubber. Thing? I don't know. It's like you rubber. You push all the little oh, buttons. The, it's the, sometimes uh, the, a character. Oh, the, 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 the fidget pop. toys. The little pop fidget toys. Yeah, it's a fidget toy. Yes, exactly. Yes. I, I like have the like tongue pops out of the frog, or the eyeballs pop out of the head of the thing. No, or, no, not at all that. Stuff. No, it's no. it's it's like um, it's like I don't know if I have one nearby, but like I have probably forty-seven of them in the other room. 
It's like a, it's like a big Go circular. It's a, it would be a circular thing, and there would be like these these pops, and when you push them down, it's like a button, and it pushes down the other side, and then you can pop them back up. It's like a stress yeah. toy. Yeah, Joe and I are on the same page. Oh, here. yeah. It's I got one that's kind of this amorphous shape, and it's got different size bubbles that you just push the rubber thing, and it pops out the other end. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think for just the sake like, of the yeah. show, no, it's we'll not. Just but yes we're just we're yeah. just gonna say yes. My, I've moment. never seen one have different size bubbles. Mine are all they're all the same. Joe and I are on the same page here. That's that's what matters. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh God, it. Kyle has Kyle has left the the, the left the premises. To get the toy. So for those of you who are maybe interested in what we are doing here, uh, this is going to be our Senior Bowl preview show. Today's Monday. Uh, we are all now at the Senior Bowls together, but we are recording this ahead of time to give you a preview of what, we, what we're looking forward to, the process that, that the scouting staff, Kyle, Joe, and everybody involved are going to be going through uh, this week, what they're excited about. Uh, and so that's what we're doing here on the show today. And then throughout the remainder of the week, I think it's very important to note, you are going to get a Draft Dudes episode in your inbox every single day this week. So every single day in your podcast feed, there's going to be a Draft Dudes episode. It is not going to uh, include all three of us at the same time. We're going to have, since the entire TD and staff is together, there's going to be some shows where it's going to be Joe and Damien. There's going to be some shows where it's Kyle and Keith. There are going to be some shows where it is all three of us. But the entire TD and staff working together to provide you draft dudes throughout the entire week, an important little note to share at the beginning of the week. Happy National First Day of Senior Bowl Week 2023 day to you both. Did you acquire the object? I was going to, and then I got halfway out the room and realized it was not it was downstairs and I didn't want to commit to that. So then I just stood here in the doorway for a minute so that you guys think that I didn't leave for no reason, but you asked. So there you go. <laughs> I regret nothing. All right, Kyle senior bowl. We're going to be there watching practices. Lots of good football players. As we talked about uh, yesterday, or I guess on the Friday podcast, uh, 45 picks in the top 100 uh, last year and the year before that. So a lot of good football players, and the way we want to attack this preview is kind of just talk about our process for being down there watching these players and and what we hope to learn. Yeah, so I think there's two different angles that I wanted to make sure that I, I at least spoke about since we're talking all things Senior Bowl this week. But uh, one is the player evaluation component, and that happens uh, both personally and in, in meeting with the players and getting to know the players a little bit, and then also – uh, with the practice field. But then the other thing that, that's always big about this week in, in my eyes is if you had to put this on the lexicon of every opportunity that you have throughout the year from a networking opportunity, it's in the top two, right? Yeah, it's probably right there with Combine, right? Yeah. And I would say this is a little bit more of a casual setting. Mm-hmm. And probably makes it even easier to talk to people with other outlets in the media, talk to players, talk to people in the league, talk to to team executives, like all of that stuff. So I want to talk about those two components specifically for my mind. But as far as the the player evaluation and the practices, what's the hardest hardest thing in your eyes for trying to scout an all-star practice? And why is it there's too much happening at the same time? <laughs> no, that is it, right? That's the problem. There's there's uh <laughs> 60 plus players on the field uh during the practice and you can't see everything. Um and I think one of the lessons we've learned uh doing this a number of years now is don't try to see everything 
uh, or else you're not going to get the most meaningful you takeaways. Then you won't see anything. Yeah, that's yeah, it's that's exactly the right way right way to put it. I if you're trying to see everything, you won't see anything. I learned that yeah. the hard way last so year. Was it Chris Chris talk about that because this this was your first time. Yes. Last, last year, was, year. My, was my first time at the Senior Bowl, and I went into it like a kid in a candy store, super excited. This this is now my third draft cycle with you guys, and I, I admit I'm not a scout like you guys, but I'm learning as we go through this process, and it's fun to be in these types of environments where I can take a, a backseat and just learn, right? I can passively sit back and watch you guys you know, do your job and try to learn through that. Well, I took the approach of I'm just going to try to follow around everybody that I can and try to gain as much information as possible. And by the end of the first day, I was like, Woof, I'm tired. Like this is not I didn't learn anything today. Like I got nothing out of this. And so then the approach that I took was I just picked one position group and whoever was following that position group that day. I sat with that person and just watched how they watched practice and then learned that way. And I think that's the approach you have to take in this. There are going to be days where the position group you're watching, something else is going to happen across the other side of the field that you're going to miss. But that's okay because you're watching this group. You're trying to gain this information on this subset of players. And then at the end of the day, the cool thing that happens is we all get together and we just talk. And we're like, oh, did you see this guy do this? And then we talk about it. And that, to me, is the cool part, the sharing of information that happens at the end of the day. And I think, to your point, Joe, the worst thing you can do is go into it with this idea of I'm going to be able to watch every second of every player that I'm there to see. Like, I'm there to see Rasheed Rice. There's going to be a day where I'm not watching wide receivers at all, and I will not be watching Rasheed Rice. Like, you just have to go into it with that. Get yourself exposed to different positions. Get yourself exposed to watching different players. Don't just get all googly-eyed about the quarterbacks or some of the major skill positions. Watch everything and, you know, take it in chunks is the way that I would suggest. Mike, I don't think anybody's going to have to worry about being too googly-eyed with the quarterbacks at this year's Senior Bowl. Come on. It's the quarterback (laughs) position. Everybody likes to watch the quarterbacks. Of course. I will say this. Everybody's best friend, regardless of what your objective is for any day of practice, is team. Because then it's one thing. Now, you might not see one thing because you might be looking at the routes and the covered shell and you'll miss the front or you'll be watching the front and you'll watch how the receiver on the outside, uh, they run double post and and the, the, the one puts the outside corner in a blender and you miss that because you're watching the protection. But at the very least, that's why I think all of, if you put me through all of the years, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 22. Those are the years that I've been to the Senior Bowl. If you ask me who my favorite coaches were, it's always the coaches that do the most one-on-ones and the most team because that gives you the opportunity to really process the practices. One thing that I love about our ability to attack watching the senior bowl is we've got a lot of manpower uh you know all of our scouting staff will be there and we'll you know divvy up different things to watch on a daily basis in addition to you know we've got ryan fowler and jack mckessie and chris i mean we got a lot of people that know ball that we can tie all those things together like uh chris was saying uh to kind of get a very specific look but also that broad look as well as everybody brings it to the to the table together and I think that's where uh, our coverage will really shine this week is use utilizing the full breadth of our staff uh, to deliver the most meaningful takeaways and you know there's also the film right so it's as much as you won't watch everything in a particular day you do have that opportunity to go back and watch the tape from all the one-on-ones in the individual sessions and the team sessions so 
um, you know, you, you, if you're committed to it, you can see everything. It's just a, you got to stay committed to watching the practice and then getting into the film room as well. Well, and the film room is one of my favorites too, right? Because you can actually get on there in the clicker and you know, you'll dive into a practice tape and you'll look up at the table next to you and it's, it's an NFL executive running the practice practice tape sitting next to you. How many that, that happened? What three of the last four years we've been down there, Joe? I mean, we're we're in there, and literally the the table next to us is an NFL head coach or an NFL GM, like watching the practice cut, cuts, and um, that environment. I've hope since they started that, I've had a soft spot for because that that is the film room environment that when you think think about how the pro teams do it and what their build out is. And they've got the remote control with the laser pointer and the big projector screen. It's like, it's, it's, it's kind of a novelty part of the experience, but it's one for me that is one of my favorite things to do as compared to, Oh, I'm going to load it up on my iPad and watch the practice. I don't want to watch it on my, I watch all my other tape on my computer. I want to get sit my ass in that dark room and watch it on the big screen and talk with people through it and point stuff out and learn from each other. It's just, it's just really fun. So that that's the really, uh, really the only way that you can walk out of that week with the confidence that you saw everything that there was to see. It's just not going to happen across the yeah. 90 to 120 minutes of practice in real time. Look, if, if the, uh, I got a chance to watch Andy Isabella with an NFL wide receiver coach in that room. And maybe if the Cardinals did the same thing, <laughs> they, they wouldn't, they would have seen the same stuff that we did. A little different perspective. Right, right man. Right. He was critiquing the releases. He's talking about the, the way his hands were positioned when the ball was coming. He's like, this is not good. This is not good. And, um, but you know, know, he ran a four, three. So yeah, you know, yeah, it's just <laughs> take him two spots ahead of DK, you know, Ooh, was he really? How do I not know that? That doesn't stand out to me. Is that a real thing? So two, two spots in front of DK. Yes, because that was the pick that the Dolphins traded to Arizona for Rosen as part of the Josh Rosen. The Dolphins traded Josh Rosen turned back from forty eight yep. to sixty one, I think, because the Saints traded up for Eric McCoy, and then the Dolphins traded that pick for like Rosen and a five, and then the Cardinals used that pick on Isabel and then Metcalf went. So, so everybody's got a, oh my God, we did this over DK Correct. moment. Cause for Correct. Bills fans, it's Cody Ford. It's, oh my God, we picked Cody Ford. Well, I don't think there was, it wasn't any team that didn't pick until the third round. Right. So right. at least every, at least every team. Now you might not regret the player that you took sure. instead of DK. There's some really good players in that class, but it's like, oh, we picked so-and-so over DK. If you Darn. just look at the wide receiver position from that draft, cause Isabella was taken, Insane. I think it was two 62, so it was the back half of the, the second round. Me, yeah. After that, at 64, was DK Metcalf, two picks. Two mm-hmm. picks after that, the Steelers McLaurin. took Deontay Johnson at the start of the third round, uh, and pick 76 in the third round was Terry McLaurin. So if you Jeez. were looking for wide receivers, this is the same draft the Cardinals took Akeem Butler to, by the way, so not a great oh, wide receiver no. group. For- <laughs> yeah, Isabella and You Butler. participated twice. <laughs> Guilty both times. Stuff Three kill times, you, man. Keyshawn Johnson, please. Keyshawn Johnson in the sixth round. Oh, the Fresno, Fresno State, State version. Yeah, of course. How'd you fall behind? Well, there, there you go. Well, <laughs> how, how do you got the corpse of A.J. Green out there? Right. Well, yeah. 
Let me tell you. <laughs> There's a story here to tell. <laughs> All right. So we talked a little bit. About is, is there anything, Joe, you think about senior bowl experiences and obviously they were, we were at the new stadium last year. This is the third year it's at the new stadium. What is the new stadium? What element does that bring for you versus what, what it was like at lad people's? I mean, it's a, it's a more modern approach. It's a more convenient layout. I like lad people's too. There was always something about having watched the senior bowl on TV for so many years and just knowing what that looked like and then being in it yourself. I always enjoyed that, but uh, it was at Hancock Whitney is the, yeah. is the new facility. It's, it's a great venue. Um, Gorgeous stadium. It really is. And yeah, you know, even if you're in the, in the stands, you can kind of get right there on top of everything as well. So um, what are your, what are your preferred sight lines? Do you like to be up high? Do you like to be right on top of it for an individual side of the field? If I'm if I'm watching perimeter players um, like corners, receivers, quarterbacks, I like to be up high. If I'm doing O line, D line, I want to be right behind them as close as possible. These are the things that you don't think about until the first time you go to the Senior Bowl, and you gotta say, "Well, wait, where do I sit slash stand? Do I go end zone view? Do I go sideline view? I don't know. I don't know. Right? I like high." End zone shot, looking down the field. I know I'm going to miss the one-on-ones on the other side, and usually I'm, I end up being inevitably opposite of the O-line, D-line one-on-ones. It's just whatever side I pick, they're going to go take all them down the other side, and then they'll take the wall of players and line it up behind it so you can't see anything other than the asses of all the guys watching the one-on-ones take place. And I've made peace with that. But Well, that's like, a business. You can't recover from it either. There's no, no you can't, because by the time you get down yeah. off of wherever, whatever perch you're on and walk around to the other end of the stadium, they're done because mm-hmm. these sessions are 10 minutes long. Yeah. And that's it. And then you hear the big air horn. And, um, so our coaches are, this is a new element for the senior bowl. The coaches are pieced together assistants from across the league. And I believe they actually brought up four is it four HBCU coaches as well to take part in this as part of part of their their coaching program that they have? I'm fascinated um, to see how this is going to work in a good way. Like I'm very intrigued by a combination of different coaches from different coaching staffs with different philosophies all coming together under one umbrella to coach these guys. I'm hoping that it make leads to very competitive practices, right? Where you know, if you get an entire staff with a single team, um, I think there's a lot of benefits to that. There's the cohesion of the staff, but there's probably the this is how we do things element to it, where I think where you get all these different coaches together that are kind of forced to talk about a practice plan and how to execute and how to, you know, obviously install their game plan, but also give them the best scouting opportunities. I think you could get that could lead to some really good creative ideas. Uh, and really good competition. So I, I, I'm excited to see what this does look like. Yeah. Um, I think the coaches too, and we've, we've acknowledged this, but the coaches being in elevated positions, Uh these coaches are coaching with something to prove too. This is not just, Oh, I want to be a good foot soldier and come in and help my team get to know about the player, right? This is, I need to show the whole football, the whole league, what I'm capable of. I think that's a really neat subplot to this. 
And this this is a new format for the Senior Bowl, but this has been a format that has existed for a while with the Shrine. Um, and I'll never forget the one time that we were down at the Shrine and Gerald Alexander was down there doing DBs. And Gerald Alexander spent time with the Brian Flores Dolphins and then Flores gets dismissed from the team and GA is a part of the change. The Dolphins bring in Pat Sertain and Sam Madison to coach their defensive backfield. And, uh, Ale- G- Gerald Alexander went from potential defensive court, future defensive coordinator to going with Flores and, and he's coached in Pittsburgh with Tomlin this past year. But I'll never forget sitting here watching Gerald Alexander coach these drills to these DBs. And I'm like, holy shit, this guy's a dude. Like the intensity was there, the hands-on, the intelligence in which he was communicating. He communicated to each individual individually. It was not, I'm going to treat everybody with the same volume and the same tone. Kind of got a feel for what guys needed, what kind of interaction. And like, that was really cool. So, you know, getting a chance to, obviously they're, uh, this is not a new concept to bring together coaches from other spots, but having it at the senior bowl landscape, when you look at this roster and you think about the talent that's available, it's going to be a great opportunity. It's going to be a great opportunity for us. Again, if we want to segue into networking, like to get to know some of these coaches and you start to relax, establish relationships with some of these guys. And three years from now, you're going to look up and mm-hmm. this guy's going to be a significant coach, significant assistant for an NFL team. Yeah, we've seen that a lot. A lot of people that we met along the way have really elevated into significant roles that has helped us uh, in a lot of ways, too. So that that is a really cool layer to it. Um, so you want to talk networking? Is that? Um... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 the senior bowl, right? So mm-hmm. you wake up, you walk to Chick-fil-A if you're staying down on on main, the main the main street, right? Was it Dolphin? If you're staying on Dolphin, you're going to walk to Chick-fil-A for breakfast. And uh, you know who you'll see in there? You'll see a bunch of scouts in there. Also get yep. their Chick-fil-A. Yep. And then you'll you'll be walking back and you'll pass Herb Street in the hotel lobby and you'll run into Charles Davis going up to work out at the gym. Like th- these are things that have legitimately happened. And Charles Davis is the nicest human being on the face of the planet. <laughs> I met Charles, uh, me and Paige Demacos. We're walking up to to go to the hotel gym and we ran into Charles and Charles chatted our ear off and it was like we were long lost friends. So I'd already liked the job that Charles had done, but like I'm Charles Davis, number one stand just off of that interaction with him because it's so easy to kind of fall into, oh, I got to do what I got to do. I got to hurry up and get my workout done. Now Charles was like, so who do you guys like this week? Like he, he really compelling guy to talk to. So but then, obviously, there's what Veets, the watering hole. Everybody loves to to go over there. And but if you asked me, Veets is not in the top well, top three spots that you could end up going. Uh, just because it is kind of dive barry and it gets crazy. Like if you want to have a conversation with anybody, Veets really is not the place to go do it. Right. Haberdasher, nice spot. You know what? You know what place I liked, Joe, was that um, that sports bar a couple blocks off. We sat in there. They had the dog at the bar the one 
Todd, do you oh. remember that? Yeah. Yeah. It's I like wish I remember. What was that? Yeah. It's the two. St- I wish I remember what that was called. That's but. where we had the, uh, the big Carson Wentz debate. Yeah, the Wentz golf debate. <laughs> it was like three years after they got I drafted. I choose golf. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was the first time I met uh, Tony Rassiopi was in there too. Uh, me and Brian Perez went out for a beer and, and Tony came out and Tony had met. Obviously, Tony was Kenny Pickett's quarterbacks coach last year and he's working with Tyson Bagent now. And um, we did we had him on Draft Dudes and talked and Tony was awesome. Uh, but the first time I met Tony was the day before we got him on the show and I met him out at that place to just have a beer and talk football. It's great. Do you know a place I love? Cedar Street Social Club where we're doing three live shows this week. One of them tonight. You want to network with the dudes. You want to hang out with the dudes. Tonight, Wednesday, and Thursday, we are at the Cedar Street Social Club doing some live shows. Uh, it's a rotating cast of characters from TDN that will be there. I will be there all three nights producing uh, and getting the, the show off the ground there. Uh, but members of the TDN staff will be there, and you just want to come hang out, talk ball, listen to the show, uh, enjoy a nice drink. That is where we will be three nights this week, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Are you going to be able to float float around in there and produce the way you I, need to? I'm right. going to be floating around producing, and I think I'm also like hosting these things as well. Like I yeah. think I'm also a part of the panels for these things. So it's I'm pulling double duty for for these live shows. What are you going to do if my flight gets delayed today? If your flight, you get in like the definition of like right in that window where if you miss your flight, if like if your flight gets delayed by half well, an I hour, I ain't gonna miss it. It's no, a question of if actually, if it misses me. You're actually doing this show from the airport already. You're there three days early, ready to go uh, for your for your flight. Um, no, I think we'll be okay. I mean, we've got a, we've got an incredibly gifted staff of people that can fill in in a pinch. We are. I right. land. It's like five twenty six. Five twenty six Eastern. Four twenty six. About an hour and a half before Central. we're going to go live for an hour. So the good news is I'm flying into Mobile. I'm not flying into Pensacola. <laughs> Wait, is Kyle on the Monday night show? I, I don't. I don't. He might be. I don't know. I, I you would probably be wise to assume that I'm not, but you just never know. Let me pull it up. I'll pull up the schedule here real quick. No, I'm you're going to be up there. It's Joe. Kyle's going to walk in. Joe's yeah. on the Joe's on the schedule. Who am I with? Who, who's it? Who's on uh, there with you? Me? It's you, Damien, and me. Oh wow! Oh wow! Wow! What a night! What All right, a night! Can, can I ask you guys a Can I ask you guys a uh, over the top question here to start us off? Put you guys on the spot. Yeah, absolutely. Position position group. You are most excited to see. As we start. So it's Monday. First practice is tomorrow. Position group you are most excited to see. And why is it the corners? It is the corners. <laughs> For me, it's always the defensive lineman. That's that's Joe's brand right there. Right. The trenches, baby. And we got some guys, man. We got um, Kyle's, a couple of Kyle's guys, Nick Hampton and Thomas Incomb. Byron Young out of Tennessee. Isaiah McGuire out of uh, Missouri, who I've liked. Derek Hall. Potential first rounder, Keon White from Georgia Tech. The first round buzz is heating up there. We got some guys, man. I'm excited to see them. I'm going to be the guy and say quarterbacks. I am really excited to see this group of quarterbacks. I think there's an opportunity here to cement yourself as that guy on day two and make yourself a lot of money and put yourself in a really good spot to be on a team for next season and develop for a year and then potentially be a starter. So that's the group I'm going to be paying attention to, at least in the early stages. Okay. I'm going to do the thing. Oh. Chris, do you have the rosters up by chance? The senior bowl rosters? Uh, yes. As, as, as I'm floating around producing this thing, I think I can pull them up for you. What do you need to know? Uh, I want you to read the names from the corners. 
uh, for each team because I got to do this one at a time here. But just just the names of the corners in general. So the national team DBs. So this lump, this lump safeties in here, and so uh, like that has Jail Skinner and um, Keedron Smith, Daniel Scott, Sidney okay. Brown, yeah. Riley Moss, so, Kyle Blue Kelly. Of course, you, Ronnie Hickman. You, the the point of what I'm supposed to be doing is you're giving me a name and I'm telling you the round evaluation that we gave oh. that player. Oh, so. So I'm, I'm going a little quick for you. Quick snap. You are bit. going a little little sudden. I'm just messing with you, Nora. Well, the bad news is the first corner that you acknowledged was probably the worst grade that we have. <laughs> so it kind of ruins the point. Okay. I, you said Caillou Blue Kelly? Well, Riley Moss, Caillou Blue Kelly. Okay, so Caillou Blue, Blue Kelly has a two. Who's the next corner on the list? Okay, well, now I have to go to the – I have to open up the American team because it's a different page. So stand by here. Um, silly me thought this would be easy. Well, they're all, it's all DBs, and I can't. I, I don't know. Who's just the safety just read a, a name. Just just read me a name. Demarco Helms, safety. safety. There you go. See, um, Jamie Robinson, safety. I know Christopher uh, Smith is safety. Julius Brents. I know he's a corner. Julius Brents has a three. A seventy says so. Caillou Blue Kelly has an eighty. Julius Brents has a seventy-seven and a half. Next uh, corner. Jay, Jay Ward doesn't sound like a corner from LSU. Sounds like a safety, but. Safety LSU. <laughs> Tyreek Stevenson from Miami. Oh, so I just did Stevenson. He has a 74 and a half, so he has a high four. Uh, Daryl Luther Jr. from South Alabama. So Luther, 76 and a half. That's a corner from South Alabama. Darius Rush, South Carolina. Uh, I I know he's a corner. We talked about him in our staff meeting today. We're, we're a little low. We're a little low there. He's a draftable grade, though. Okay. Riley Moss has a five, by the way. Anthony 71. Johnson, Virginia. Safety? No? I don't know. It's probably a four. No, that's me. Uh, 74 on the nose. So that's another high fourth-round pick. Jamari Connor. That's a... He's kind of a safety. Safety hybrid type. He's kind of a safety. That doesn't really help the corner safety. <laughs> he is. He's like a bucket. slot safety... Oh, he's part of that part of those three three five defenses. Yes, that are incredibly difficult to understand where a guy's going to play. I feel like you right. gave me two. I th- feel like you gave me two names from the national well, I, roster because I, I moved to the American team. You're, you're right. Correct. So come back so, to the so so Riley Moss. I've already mentioned Sidney yep. Brown, safety. Okay, uh, Kavion Merriweather, safety. safety. <laughs> and Bennett, Bennett. There you go. Uh, he has a 74 and a half as well. It's another high four. Uh, Makai Blackman, USC. Uh, this guy's got like a 70. I just did him on Friday. He has a 76 and a half. So that's a third round grade for Makai Blackman. Okay. Is this that it for DBs? Um, yeah, there's a lot of DBs. twos, threes, and fours in here. Uh, Jartavius Martin. Ronnie Hickman. Oh, Martin, Martin's a, a slot corner type. He's a 76 and a half. That's another third round grade. Value, 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 value here, folks. Day two value at corner. It's off the charts this year, and the senior role's got a ton of them. So you're saying corner. I'm saying quarterback. Joe's saying D-line. Well, mine's heavily influenced by my own biases in terms of what I like to watch. Um but I do think there's a lot of talent on the D line that's going to be down there. It was your Jim's guys. Been, what's that? Those are your guys. Yeah, Jim's and been now, up. That's my guy on the Draft Dudes podcast.
Uh, Jim has been hyping up this running back group, saying it's the best he's had since he's been down there. Guys like Kenny McIntosh from Georgia, uh, Tyson Sharp, Rodriguez. Tulane, Chris Rodriguez from yeah from uh, Kentucky. Uh, Eric Gray is a player I'm excited to see out of Oklahoma. He kind of like, re- dude, he, yeah, like his 2021 was really disappointing. And wh- Kennedy Brooks like was their guy, right? but Eric, Eric Gray, dude, he had a great year this year. I gave him a four. Like I was really excited about him after watching him. Roshan Johnson, they're running back from Texas. Bijan's backup. I know he's got a ton of fans. I, I've, I've heard a lot of belief that he could be an NFL starter. Some people like, we think that's a guys. day, day two player. Yes. Yes, there are there are running backs. I know Evan Hole, you just did out of Kansas State, has some pass catching ability. So yep. we got some backs this year. Jim said it's the best group he's ever had, and I think this is like his fifth year. Any other positions that stand out to you guys? Receiver. Don't get me started with I mean, the I, we, receiver group. Yeah, we've got Another we've got some. Year. Yeah, we got some guys here. Rasheed Rice, I've, I, I, you heard of him, Chris? Rasheed Rice, I've heard, I've heard of him. Yeah, physical SMU causes problems. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. Dontavian uh, Wicks, I'm ready for him to like Virginia wide receiver. I mean, that offense was a mess this year, but you go back to 21. That's a day two receiver all day long. Tony Elliott's uh, got some splaining to do. Whoa, brother! <laughs> Yikes! Um, Andre Yosevis like, or Yosevis? Yosevis, yeah. Uh, Grant Dubose from Charlotte's a really exciting late ad. Trey Palmer from Nebraska has like crazy speed, right? Four Kyle? three speed, yep, yeah. legit four three, legit four low four three speed. Nathaniel Tank Dell, Dell. From, from the mid major, yep. Houston return game. He's got a big to big time kicking game resume. Trey Tucker's just that player, but for Cincinnati, Puka Nakua. So we got some we, guys mentioned Puka Nakua. I feel like that's the guy I got to catch up on. Joe, I'm please. excited to watch him in person. Please. Yeah. Watch, he's he's gonna flop on me this week, but <laughs> dude, we always have him, or, right? There's, don't there's we, we always, everybody's got one guy. Every no, it was like trust last me, year was me. Guy. It was Cole Strange, and it was me last year. The guy who ended up being a first round pick and was not great at the Senior Bowl. So he was not good at the Senior Bowl. <laughs> there's two outcomes. Right? I hyped him up like for I was like, guys, this guy can play. The tape, the, just the tape, the tape. There's two. There's two outcomes here. That happens, and I've seen that happen in person, or. Joe is going to come back and be like, man, Puka Nakua is really good and grade him higher than Kyle did. That's how, oh, yeah, yeah. That's what happens. There's here. only two. It's, it's a binary are, situation. Yeah, yes. Those are the two outcomes that you have this week, that Joe is going to come back with a better grade than Kyle. Can't for Joe or... to be the number one Puka Nakua guy on the staff after <laughs> after this week. It's inevitable, man. It this is stuff happens inevitable. always. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a fun subplot because I haven't really considered that until you said it, Chris, but guys that I've been hyping up, they have to make me proud, right? Or else sure. my colleagues are going to think I'm an idiot. For sure. For sure. I mean, listen, you, you're telling me if Rasheed Rice has a bad day at practice, you don't think I'm going to – he, Dude, he's going to be fine. He's, We're I, casually, I, casually yeah. invested in all these guys. Well, right. I, the, the thing, too, about it, for at least me, this being my second senior bowl, right, I, th- you can just clearly tell, and after doing it last year, there are going to be future starters for your NFL teams in 2023 playing – this week at, at these practices and in this game. Like, this is a very important step. You want to get a leg up on the guys that you want to earmark for your shortlist of where, who your team should draft. Like, this is the week, man. This is the week to get yourself bought in and to dive headfirst into yeah. the draft cycle because this is this is it. This is the last stop before the combine, and this is the last stop for these guys to put some tape together, some new fresh tape that, that we can all see in person. You get to see them compete at the, the highest level against each other. So I, this 
this is my favorite event uh, besides the draft. This is my favorite event that we do at any point in the calendar. It is the most fun I have during this process. Well, it it's it's the most football event of all of them. Yeah, that's true too. There's a game. Million percent. There's practices across three days. This is not just oh yeah, like we're gonna go run around and Under Armour or we're gonna get our names read off a card. This is actual. It's an actual football event because of that it's it's the last hurrah other than the Super Bowl. So. And maybe you're at home watching Senior Bowl practices on TV. Maybe you're at the Senior Bowl and you're going to be able to take in these practices. TheDraftNetwork.com has a scouting report on every, every single, single one. player. Like a full final film evaluation on every single player that's going to be down there. So uh, like we talked about on the podcast last week, every single team, all 32, picked at least one player from the Senior Bowl last year. You're going to get one of these players in your team. Great opportunity to get familiar with them, like uh, like Chris just said. Amen. Any parting thoughts, guys? I'm jacked up now. I'm jacked up. Let's go. Let's go watch some hey, run football. through a wall. Let's, Let's go. go watch some football. Let's enjoy a week of football. We'll all be together. Good times. Yes, Chris. I just want to make one final announcement for everybody. You're getting a draft dudes every day this week. You are getting a TD and daily every day this week. They're all going to have senior bowl slants to them. They're going to be discussing everything that we see at the senior bowl. If you are a TD and premium member, there is a premium happy hour event happening in the discord every single night. And we're not talking the normal happy hours that we do on Thursday. There's going to be multiple staff members. We're going to have uh, microphones, cameras set up. You guys can chat, ask questions. You're going to get our live reactions to things. That's happening every single night at a minimum. That is what you are getting this week. We're also doing a live mock draft during the week. We're doing a live dynasty draft during the week because our guy Ray is going to be down there with us as well. There is a lot, a lot, a lot of content coming to you. So the podcast feeds, the TDN Premium Discord, if you're a TDN Premium member, the social channels, all of those things you are going to want to keep your eye on this week because there is going to be enough content to where anything you want to know about what happens down here at the Senior Bowl this week, you are going to get an answer. So we are very, very excited to have you guys on this journey with us because it should be a lot of fun. Chris, did I have any fraction of distracting you throughout that? No, I, 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 no, I was good. I was doing the whole like pull on your cheek yeah, thing. No, I, I, it's always, no? I, heard, I saw what you're doing, and I could hear it, but I, I just I pushed. Oh, it. So at least you heard it. At least yeah. it processed. <laughs> We're gonna have an awesome week, so make sure you hit subscribe. Uh, Chris just laid out the gauntlet for you. All of the things that you have to look forward to. We're very excited to bring it all to you in a football environment all together as a team. Joe mentioned we have a ton of manpower and woman power down there. Uh, and we do. We have loads and loads of people coming down to help make sure Draft Network has everything that you need for this week and moving forward. So hit subscribe on the podcast. Follow along for the ride. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks to our friends over at Ben Online for their continued support of the show. We'll talk with you all again tomorrow. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you are at it, help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com or follow us at The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. 
click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.